The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is sponsored by Unity.org. Elevate your life with the Rise Into Your Power Habit Tracker. Track up to 10 habits for 30 days and experience transformative results. To learn more, visit go.unity.org forward slash rise. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling. Today... I am feeling good because I just wrapped up this incredible group program with three lovely ladies, my program called Break Free, where we went in and targeted sugar, diet culture, and limitations. And let me tell you, it was pretty amazing. But here's the thing, like, yes, it was transformative for all the ladies, but the goal of a program should not be to get to success and then feel like you're done and then feel like you have to try something else later when it's not long-term wellness. In this program, we were very focused on peeling back the layers. Every healing journey has layers. I had so many layers and still have layers in my gut healing journey that I'm going to be sharing more about today. But in general, when we're talking about getting healthy, or healing disease, or working through things that we need to work through in order to help our hormones, gut healing or weight loss or whatever it is, there are so many aspects. And so inside of that, it can't just be like, oh, here's a 15-day fix or a 30-day diet or whatever it is. We have to look more at the relationship with food and yourself along the way. The really amazing thing about this is once you start to take a look at this relationship, your relationship with self and your relationship with food, a lot gets uncovered. You know, I I know we all felt that at the beginning of lockdown last year, you know, we were all kind of stuck in the house with our thoughts and our feelings and our food and and it be, it made people pretty uncomfortable. You know, it was a lot of you know, people who came out talking about how it really challenged their mental health and they had to really deal with some of the stuff that was sort of cobwebbing in their brain. And, you know, some people used it as an opportunity to get healthier, but for some people it was really hard. And unfortunately they had become a little bit more unhealthy. So wherever you fall on that scale, the thing is, is that every time you decide to get healthier, every time you're on this path or enter your healing journey, there's going to be layers and those layers can provide setbacks. Everyone I ever talked to, every client I've ever talked to, every friend I've ever talked to, sometimes views or mostly views setbacks as failures or as a waste or it's not working in the right direction. It's not moving in the right direction. But I view setbacks as learning experiences and just an opportunity to level up basically to the next level of your healing journey, whether it be a gut healing journey or a weight loss journey or, you know, hormones, trying to get pregnant, whatever it is, or even for men that are trying to feel better too. So how that relates to where you are now is looking at the relationship with self 
the better your relationship is with self, the better your relationship is going to be with food, hands down. The better your relationship is with self, the better your relationship will be with anything, a person, a pet, family member, um, a romantic relationship, relationship with food, relationship with money. I know I've shared a little bit with you guys that I am on a journey to learn more about my finances and, and develop a really good relationship with money. I had worked so hard for so long to develop a healthy relationship with myself and health and food that I threw this relationship of finances to the wayside and just thought, well, I'm just going to throw money at every situation to get healthy. And the problem was this clearly would create a problem if you're just throwing away money and not really realizing what you're using it towards. So the point I'm trying to make is in your journey, there are separate layers. There are ways we need to go about looking at the journey and stepping layer by layer, peeling one by one back, not forcing yourself to move any quicker than your body wants to move, not trying to push past a layer any quicker than it needs to be healed, and and not feeling guilt or shame or pressure or anxiety around where you are, looking around, knowing other people may be ahead of you and other people may be behind you, but focusing presently, very, very presently on your own healing journey where you're at. No comparison. It's definitely difficult, especially when you feel like crap. Okay. So I'm going to share more about my gut healing journey. I know it's helpful for people to understand um, or to hear how my gut healing journey is because it's, you know, it's very relatable to a lot of people. And especially because I am so healthy now with my habits, yet I still experience some issues. And I want to share why and, and what I need to look into on each level. That way, you know that there, that way you can understand that there's so many elements of a healing journey. You can see how much you need to look into and take into consideration along the way. So my healing journey in general started when I was 20. Right out of high school, I went into, I became a hairstylist. I was an assistant for a couple of years. And by 20, I was already a stylist. Um, I went right into that out of, out of school, mostly because I was so sick in school all the time. I, I had such little you know, poor concentration that I wasn't really able to do well enough in school. And so I, I kind of just moved into that career, although I was really good at it. It still was something that was just felt like an option for me because of my health. So I jumped in early on and around the age of 20, I, I became even more sick childhood, teens, very sick, but 20, even more. And it was suggested to me to see a naturopathic doctor, which was my first, my very first intro into holistic medicine or functional medicine on, on that level, understanding the full body and not just the root or not just trying to take medicine to heal one aspect, but looking at the root cause. So that changed my whole life, that appointment, that one appointment alone to understand, you know, about toxic triggers like caffeine, sugar and alcohol, understanding gluten and dairy being an option or a problematic option too. learning about the paleo diet, learning about being vegan, learning about increasing uh, my plant based, um, you know, my increasing my fruits and vegetables with meals, understanding supplements. And I learned a lot about candida and leaky gut then because that is what my naturopathic doctor at the time had said that I was struggling with. 
So I started to heal and I started to work on it, you know, all the while working in my, the hair industry over years. So I worked in the hair industry for 10 years. Um, and, you know, along the way, I would have good days and bad days. And of course, some of it had to do with my unhealthy relationship with food, where if I had a stressful day, all I wanted to do was come home and eat. And some days it was McDonald's. Some days it was a trip to Whole Foods and just whatever I felt like I could find. And not everything is healthy at Whole Foods, right? So some days were better than other, but they were mostly dictated by my own feelings, by my stress or my excitement or my sadness or depression, whatever I was feeling. Because at the time, I was not feeling 100% good. And I had a terrible terrible relationship with myself. So even though I had the tools to be healthy, this is very important too, because many clients come to me saying, well, I don't know, I'm eating healthy. I'm eating good food, but I still feel terrible. I was eating really healthy most days. I was working out. I was a runner. I would go to the gym. I would do yoga, but I still was feeling pretty bad. And a lot of it was dictated by my emotion. And so it wasn't really until maybe 27 or 28, so you're talking seven or eight years into my journey, where I really started dealing with my emotion around it. And it really unfolded fast. At the time, I was engaged and engaged uh, to be married and living with my partner. And it, as I started to peel back this layer of healthy relationship with self and healthy relationship with body, it basically revealed crippling anxiety because when you start to peel back these layers and you start to understand what you're experiencing, it can be very uncomfortable to look at these things in the mirror, to see yourself truly for what's going on with you. And it can take you down. This is where I talk a lot about, you know, sometimes it takes two steps back to move forward. Sometimes it looks bad or feels worse, but it's actually cracking through and there's something on the other side that's much better. So specifically, I can remember this one specific day where I felt, you know, tightness in my chest and shortness of breath. I was just feeling super anxious. I felt like I couldn't do anything. You just sort of feel like, you can't do anything. So you sit there, but then all you think about when you sit there is about doing something, trying to make yourself do something. So it's a kind of a vicious cycle. And I was supposed to be at one of my friend's house, let's say by six o'clock and whatever it was, maybe an hour, half hour before. And I was sitting at the base of my closet, sitting at, you know, at the bottom of my closet thinking like, all I really had to do was throw on a t-shirt and jeans, just going to my friend's house, super casual, nothing. But I couldn't move. I felt completely crippled from head to toe. Like I couldn't choose an outfit. I couldn't get myself to get off the ground. I couldn't do anything. And those moments are truly what propels us into the next level or layer of our healing journey, because those are the moments that really humble us. Those are the moments where we say enough is enough and we know we need to transition or change something. So I actually... As, as terrible as that moment was in the time, I actually am happy that moment happened to me because it propelled me into the next phase of my healing. So here I am at the base of my closet, you know, crippling anxiety. I call, you know, my fiance at the time and I am just sobbing and he can't make out anything and I'm just 
trying to tell him that I can't move, but telling that to someone over the phone can be very scary. They don't know what's going on on your end. So I just keep saying like anxious, anxiety, anxious, anxiety. He's like, okay, you know, like I'll be there shortly. Just stay there. Um, you know, by the time he gets there, I had calmed down a little bit, but you know, in hindsight, it was definitely a very serious panic attack. And for any of you who have experienced panic attacks before, you know how crippling they are. You know that they just take you down. So after I calmed down, we sat down, we had a conversation. I said, you know, I really need to readdress some health issues that I have been avoiding for a while. And he said to me, why do you think you have been avoiding them? And I said, because if I actually address them, I'm going to have to look into some things from, let's say, my childhood or my past, you know, relationship with self. And I didn't feel ready for it. But since this happened, now I know that if I don't, this is going to keep happening. You know, that's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and trying to expect, you know, a different result. And I knew that was the last time I could experience that. It was just too, too, too crippling. So I set out on more of a self-healing journey because my gut was starting to feel better and I knew I had energy. That was one element, just looking at how I was eating food or the type of food I was eating, how I was eating healthy, those kinds of things. That's one element. You know, if you look at, you know, the the three-legged stool, you have to look at nutrition, but you also have to look at self, your mental health too, and your environment. So it's like self, environment, and nutrition. When you're looking at this, it has to all come together, but you can't necessarily all deal, do it all at once. So... I set out on this journey. I, um, you know, short, got married shortly after and started to look into therapy. Um, I looked into things like Reiki healing, uh, cranial sacral massage, life coaching. And I just started to little by little, like dig into what was going on here up in this cobweb head. <laughs> and you know, a couple years after that is when I went to school to become a holistic health coach. And along the journey, what I truly realized was everything comes down to how you view yourself. When you look in the mirror, what do you think about you? Are you happy? Do you love yourself? You know, do you talk down to yourself? Do you feel like you hate your body for not doing what it is supposed to do? And the the theme here really is you can't heal a body you hate. And I'll be completely transparent and honest. I hated my body. From the outside, I looked fit. From the outside, I looked healthy. But I had terrible body dysmorphia. I had, um, you know, just a hate, love-hate relationship with my body because of all the pain it put me through throughout my life. Being sick as far back as I can remember, you know, three, four, five years old, all the way through into my 20s, you know, I felt my body failed me for many, many years. So, and I know a lot of people feel like that, you know, and uh, the problem is, is if you keep thinking your body is failing you, it will continue to fail you. And that is 100 right there. That is, you know, period, exclamation point. If you truly, truly, truly can't get on in alignment with your body, it's not going to heal. So in this 
break free program that I just wrapped up, that was the whole theme of it is about getting in alignment. Now, just because the four weeks are done doesn't mean everybody hit their weight loss goal, everybody hit their gut healing goal. No, it's just getting started. We needed those four weeks to start peeling back the layers, to start getting in alignment with your body and getting in tune with it so we can see how much these relationships are showing up, where your relationship with self is, where your relationship with food is. And you start to break down the walls of this. And, you know, some of them were going through their own journey where it was a little up and down, but that's the point. It will be up and down. It's not linear. And when you get to the place where you feel, you know, really good, you can take a look at things deeper. And then when you're having harder days, you know that you can take a step back. It is very important in a gut healing journey or in any healing journey to take a break from the work every once in a while. Like you, you know when you need to do the work and you also sometimes know when you need to take a step back, which is very important. And the only way you will figure it out is if you are in tune with your body, if you're in alignment with your body. So here I am doing, going through these layers of my healing journey, focusing on the mental health aspect big time, you know, getting into breath work, getting into yoga, all of these things, the layers are peeling and I'm starting to feel very good. Um, so time goes on, things are great. And then all of a sudden I start to have some health issues again. Probably started like a year and a half ago. And that, this is current. I'm still experiencing these issues. I'm going to dig into it more. So about a year and a half ago, some new things start to come up. And I'm like, well, what the heck? You know, I'm eating healthy. I've, I've worked on my mental health. I feel good. How is this stuff coming up? And, and I coach people for a living. I coach people on digestive health. I coach people on mental health, all those things. Yet I'm still experiencing health issues. And, you know, sometimes the imposter syndrome can creep up and, and it, it started to make me feel like a fraud. Here I am offering all of these courses, this free advice on Instagram, Facebook, Meanwhile, I'm at home, you know, struggling, trying to figure out what's going on with my body. Um, so again, you hit the bottom, you start to figure it out. And I was like, you know what? My body is ready for the next level of healing. I can feel it. I'm going through transition. So what does that mean? What do I need to do? And now that I'm in alignment, now that I have a lot of intuition on self, and I teach you guys that all the time in these uh, in these podcasts, I got quiet and I and I asked, you know, God, I asked the universe for a sign. Over the next week, I started to experience a lot of pain in my chest, not like a heart attack pain and not like a acid reflux pain, but like a body pain stretched across my chest here. And then it was radiating in my shoulder blades. And I was like, okay, I asked for a sign. Why would this be the sign? So I started asking people because you need to really like talk to people when you have stuff going on. I started reaching out to different health practitioners. And finally, someone said to me, do you have breast implants? And I said, yes, I do. They are 10 years old this year. And she said, interesting. I'm going to introduce you to this breast implant illness group on Facebook. And I want you to just take a peek around and see what you think. So I take a peek around and then eight hours later, I'm still peeking around because of course, you know, we all do the deep dive Google, you know, nose plant into all the information as we go through everything. And I realized that 50 
thousand plus women were all having the same complaints of what was going on in their body. For me, I was having dark circles under the eyes, even though I was feeling well rested, uh, fatigue, again, even though I was well rested and eating healthy, joint pain, numbness in my hands, numbness in my legs sometimes. And now I was having chest and neck pain that was really you know, heavy on me, not to mention that some of my gut issues had returned. So I was like, this can't be. How can this be wrong with me? So I start to research it more. And there are millions of cases and hundreds of thousands of surgeries every year of women taking out their implants, doing explant surgery by explant specialists because they are experiencing the same symptoms as me and more headaches, infertility, hormone issues. And a lot, a lot of people were diagnosed with autoimmune post having implants put in. So I am like, okay, well, how do I know if this is right for me? How do I know if this is the path? And there's not really like a testing for it. It's just a lot of testimonials of women who have it, who have done it and felt 100% better taking them out. So I started to research. I went to some surgeons and uh, sat down, got clear, got really good intuition on it and realized it was time for my surgery. So I'm very excited. As I record this podcast, I am six weeks out from doing my surgery. My surgery is August 2nd. I'm going to be sharing a lot of my journey throughout it and post to recover from surgery too, because I know there are many women, probably some listening right now who have experienced the same symptoms and potentially this could help them if they hear that this is a possibility for them too. I encourage you if you are, you know, if you are someone who has breast implants and you're experiencing health issues to start searching for groups like this on Facebook and to start looking out because it's, it's a huge community and so much support. So many people have reached out to me. I feel blessed and excited for this journey as the next level. Now I share this stuff with you. I give you my gut healing journey and I share about what's going on because I want you to know that no matter what it looks like from the outside, whether someone's a health coach or a doctor or whatever, that everyone struggles internally on their healing journey and that there are layers. The biggest thing is to follow your own intuition for you to decide what your body needs. And I talk a lot about that, you know, getting clear, finding clarity. There's a podcast called Finding Clarity that I have um, that's really helpful. If you go back about maybe seven podcasts, there's one called Finding Clarity, and you can learn more about how to get present to find clarity. But more than anything, I think the most important thing is to reach out for help. It's exactly what I've done my whole life. I still have the same coaches, the same naturopathic doctor and new helpers and healers, acupuncture, all the things that have helped me along my healing journey that have made the transition from each layer or level so much more seamless, so much more um, just supported. Support is the number one thing in a healing journey. So for all of you know, you listening, thinking, I don't know where to start, Reaching out for help is the first place to go. Obviously, you guys know that I love connecting with you. The best way to connect with me to figure out your healing journey, even if it isn't working with me, because sometimes I can help refer people out, is to book that discovery call. The discovery call is completely free. It's face-to-face -face video, which is so fun because I love meeting people in person. And we talk, it's a basically like a mini health assessment 
to talk about your goals, to figure out which layer of your healing journey is first, to do, to deal with the mental and the physical one step at a time so that you can get to your goals without feeling like you're just on a con- like a continuous diet, on a diet, off a diet, and not really figuring out what your body needs, what it wants all the time. So you can go ahead and sign up for that. If you're watching the YouTube, the link is below. If you're listening, then you can find the link um, below in the show notes, or you can head to my Instagram at Jacqueline Renee Wellness. All the links are there that I'm going to talk about as well. If you come connect on Instagram, make sure you say hi. Anytime you ever need additional support or want to learn more, you can check out my website, JacquelineReneeWellness.com. All the good things, products I love, discount codes, um, recipes, meal plans, different kind of things. And you can sign up for any program from there, which is great. And then lastly, we are, you know, just wrapped up the five steps to reduce bloat series on the podcast. And that was in promotion of my simple four week online program called the digestion masterclass. Again, link below, or you can find it on my Instagram or website. That class is super easy to go through. It's yours forever. It's you're self-guided. So it's all really just about getting in tune with your body and all the steps and information you need to start reducing bloat today, but at the same time, creating a long-term healthy relationship with your gut and your body and yourself too. So I hope you guys check that out. As always, I'm available to, you know, connect with you guys. You can always shoot me an email, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com. Make sure you connect with me on social media too. And lastly, you can always join my private Facebook group called Beat the Bloat with JRW. So thank you guys so much for allowing me the safe space to share my journey with you. I really do feel like it helps you guys understand how important it is to have connection and community throughout your healing journey. And at the same time to really develop that healthy relationship with yourself first and then start to peel back the layers of your healing journey. So hopefully that was helpful for you. Don't forget to share this episode with anybody you think would really love to hear it at this moment if they're in their healing journey too. And as always, happy healing. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa one to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.